As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I'm your host, Josh G. And today I'm joined by my regular co-host, Chad. Oh, hi. (laughs) And Chris. So... That all seems so surprised, and all I'm doing is going alphabetically. I'm not making it tough. I just do it by the... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> this whole time, Chad's always surprised, and yet... <laughs> it's the I just figured you'd like saying my name first. I don't know. He's got a point there. Alphabetically, it just rolls off the tongue. It feels mm. like it's in order. Hashtag hot Chad. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a thing at one point. That was a thing at back. one point. <laughs> It was all over the internet. It was trending. It blew up the internet. People just couldn't handle themselves. Hot Chad. Oh, let's get it trending again, guys. Hashtag Hot Chad. Get it out there. Get it going. Let's go viral with Hot Chad. Spread it to your family, friends, <laughs> whoever you can get in contact with, coworkers. There you go. Get it trending. There we go. Alright, and today we have something we're going to be doing very different today. This is not your typical episode. We're going to be doing a movie draft. And it's going to be all about vampire movies. So, in a few minutes, I'm going to explain the rules. But first, we'll see how Chad lays out of this question, but I'm going to ask him anyway. (laughs) What made you choose vampire movies? I know it had gotten brought up, but still when I asked you, you said, let's go with vampire movies. Hmm. Because I am a vampire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all sex, blood, and rock and roll. Um, so, Chad, you say that as a joke, but there are people on TikTok who are only on there at night who claim they are real vampires, and they only do go live <laughs> at night. I've, I've come across it scrolling, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is wild. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I've always been a fan of vampires ever since I was a child. Right, Chris? Tell me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you went... My very first, my very first obsession was Count Dracula, the Count on um, yeah. Sesame Street. Hmm, That's true. Okay. And I don't know how many times as a kid I dressed up as Dracula. Um, just in general, or only even though, yeah, uh, just, I mean, in general, in general I wore too. a cape everywhere. Yeah. It wasn't because I was a superhero; it was because I was Dracula. Uh, that, that's <laughs> actually <superheroes>. awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, because uh, our mom made a cape. It was a nice looking cape too. For it was him. really nice. I love that thing. And he, yeah, I wore the shit. Wore, out. I, I wore it to school. Cape, yeah. I wore it to <laughs> church. I mean, I didn't go to church. No. I don't do that shit. But you know, <laughs> I went everywhere. That's the point. And I was Dracula. I was not a fucking superhero. Mm-mm. Superheroes are lame. Dracula and vampires are where it's at. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that sword, Chad. Chris, what about you? What was your relationship with vampires while Chad was definitely having an affair with them? <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, really wasn't much. Honestly, it was just through mm-hmm. Chad, you know, because he liked the he did like the Count, and then his other one also was uh, Dracula from Monster Squad. Yes, that was really the big one that he he liked a lot. Yeah, you know, because we didn't watch a whole lot of horror when we were little because we were too scared of it. 
you know, maybe some clips here and there, but we were able to watch Monster Squad as kids and he just fell in love with Dracula. So that's kind of where I guess you say my relationship to vampires starts. I would, yeah, I would probably say Monster Squad was probably mine. Oh, the other one too, by the way, I just remembered. Oh my God, this flashback. Um, early nineties and only lasted one season, but they did a, uh, like a remake of dark shadows. Oh yeah. And Ma, our mom was, uh, she liked that show a lot because she liked the old dark shadows on the show from the sixties. So of course she ended up enjoying, it was like 1990 or something like that. And so Chad, Barnabas Collins, you know, so I mean, (laughs) so I know that was another favorite. Yeah, I was obsessed with Barnabas Collins. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I definitely did not watch that, and I don't remember. I don't remember you guys watching it, but I guess it's not something we watched together. Oh, no, because this this is at a time before we moved to Charlotte or before we met. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, it was was like like 1990 before. before, Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But fun show. It's, it's good, actually. I remember, oh my god, I don't know how long ago it's been now, but seeing like some clips of it and all, and I was like, oh wow, this is pretty good. I wish it lasted longer. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the rules and how this draft is going to work. So this is what people will call a snake draft. So basically, it slithers around the order. Basically, you start off round one, you go one, two, three, and then you work your way back. Three, two, one. So is this kind of like sports, Josh? Because you got to realize I'm and sports. I'm kind of like he's a little limp wristed. He's a little limp wristed, so he doesn't do sports. I mean, it definitely. That's not politically correct to say. (laughs) This is definitely how drafts work in like fantasy football. But I've I've been part of other movie drafts with online people, and this is how they do it. Tend to do it so. Wish we had it's kind of a typical way. It's not like how the NFL does a true draft. No, they don't do that. But I think it's more in fantasy style. I guess I don't know the origin of the snake draft, Chris. I don't. I, I can't. I can't. I uh, can't real football, that. they just send like you know intimidating guys wearing um, those. Uh, those uh, what are those? Their shades called like the aviators. Um, aviators. They just go out in the field. They got their arms crossed. And they just look at people. And they're like, "I want this guy." <laughs> That's what it is. Is that what a scout is to you, Chad? <laughs> yeah, there's some intimidating guy coming out chewing gum, wearing their aviators and their ball caps, checking out okay. guys and jock checking straps, out guys and jock straps and tight fitting <laughs> uniforms, fantasizing okay. about them playing for their team. Yeah, okay. actually, okay. that is my fantasy. Mm. That's everybody's <laughs> oh, fantasy. <laughs> Everyone's fantasy. Oh, there there you go. So to determine the draft order, I have this handy little spin the wheel app. And I'm just going to hit it. We're going to see who goes first and who goes second. And then obviously who's left is who goes third. We're going to do this live on the air. Christopher Belvin's first. The wheel is spinning and... Wait, you got to hold it up. I got to see it in the camera to make sure you're not lying. Oh, Chad, who did not want to go first. Man, are you kidding? <laughs> Chad specifically told us he didn't want to go first. Is now car- going- that is called karma, folks. It's now going first. Sorry, so what does that Chad. mean that he goes first, Josh? That means he'll get the very first pick. So, okay. And let's You're see first? if it's 
Let's see if it it's me or you. Pick. Come on, come on, come on, come on. No, I go second. Oh, of course. No, Chris, that's <laughs> actually a good thing because that means when you get your third, you get immediately the next one. So you yeah. get two in a row very quickly. Oh, Lord. Which is a good thing. Like, I almost, I would rather have third than second in this case. But that's because that's how my mind works. Gotcha. Now, I will say this. We're, what, what we're going to do is we're going to pick either our favorite vampire movies, what we think are the best vampire movies, however we want to go about it. And when this is all said and done, when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the day of the release, we'll say tomorrow, the next day, I'm going to put up a poll to see who won the draft. And just want to vote, see, have fun. So make sure you're following us over on Twitter or X, as they're calling it. I still call it Twitter. Right. Just go follow us there at YNF Movie Pod. I'll have the poll up there so you can vote on who you think won this draft, whatever metrics you want to use for that what does the winner get uh so i was flexing thinking rights. maybe hmm? flexing rights flexing rights <laughs> bragging rights whatever it's called i don't know i don't know what the kids say these days i mean bragging banks but also maybe if we do another one of these if we like this and do another draft they get to be the one to pick the topic okay yeah so i'm, you I'm get worried to pick at the theme Yes, I'm terrified of what, what we need is a theme. What we need red is and a wild theme. is our theme. Yeah. Red <laughs> and wild, that's I'm your theme. I am terrified. Our theme. All right, so Chad, are you ready? Are you ready to take your first movie off the board? Sure. Uh, okay, we're ready for my pick. Okay, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> so. It's not strictly just a vampire film, but a vampire is a major player in this one because um, he kind of is on a mission and he's trying to do everything, but uh, definitely Monster Squad. Okay. Okay. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> well, doom, doom, doom. And Tell just... of the Tape shows that Monster Squad <laughs> <laughs> released in 1980s, <laughs> what, 87? Seven, yes. Yeah, because that, that that was probably my like my well, I mean, besides the count, I mean, that was probably my earliest obsession with vampires like that Dracula and and that one was like to me like the penultimate and still is like the penultimate Dracula look. I don't know. I can't yeah. argue that. Oh, I yeah. kind of agree. He's a terrifying Dracula mm-hmm. when he picks up little Phoebe and calls her a bitch. Like, it's just like, whoa, like you're <laughs> taken aback by that. You wouldn't see that today. And no, you would no, not see not. that. Oh my God. Definitely. We've gotten, we've gotten too soft. <laughs> we've gotten too soft as a society. <laughs> yes. You're right. I you mean, would not do that. I mean, I come on. What, what monster is going to sit there and pick up Phoebe and be like, you're such a precious little doll. <laughs> no, that's fair. And now yeah. give me that secret. Now, now give me that diamond. <laughs> give or me the the root or whatever. Yeah, it was, emerald or whatever. Give me it was. that emerald. You know, I'm not mad at this pick. I didn't put it down on my list just because, like you said, he is the key to it. Yeah, but it's not all about him. But I agree. I, I wrestled with whether or not I wanted to play Monster Squad. Now I don't even have to worry about it because you you <laughs> took it off the board. Yeah, I wrestled with it too on my list, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, because I mean, he, like I said, you know, he's, he's the major, um, um, 
what do you call it? It's not the protagonist antagonist yeah. in the yeah. in the movie. And um you know, he he takes up a big portion, he's an important component of the story, so well I mean he blows up that cop's partner and he blows up the he had a thing but he blows was up a, the treehouse. He was a pyroman yeah, he was a pyromaniac. He blew up the treehouse and everything, so that awesome treehouse that I know we I, I was gonna say kids. that awesome treehouse that we wanted as kids. <laughs> yeah. All of us that had watched Monster Squad wanted that. Oh my god. So yeah, Amazing. Uh, Monster Squad, nineteen eighty seven. That's my and, and, that's my first pick. And with that, Chad, I'm gonna use this as a chance to do a shameless plug for myself and last year go back with jeff hunt and i when we got to talk to andre gower the star of monster squad who played, oh, yeah, there we played go. sean of course rub it in our faces man, listen to our <laughs> episode because uh it's a fun one and at the end he determines whether or not me and jeff get to be in the goddamn club Aww. so that's oh, funny. Love it. That, that is funny. I like when you said the goddamn club. <laughs> well, that's what he says. I'm, that's what he says. Know, in the movie, yep. I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn before Chris takes his two picks in a row. And Chad, I really thought you were going to take this one. So I'm actually kind of glad you took Monster Squad because you left me. Oh, no. This classic. Oh, no. Absolute classic from 1992. Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yeah. That, that was my other pick. I'm jealous. But it's a great pick. I mean, aside from Keanu Reeves in there. Keanu but... Reeves isn't great. But it's still memorable. It's memorable. He's still memorable in that role, regardless, I think. It's memorable. His scene with the three brides is very yes. memorable for all the wrong reasons when I was a kid. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. But this movie has Gary fucking Oldman. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, in three completely different looks at that. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch that. A lot of people wouldn't even know it's the same actor playing all those different roles. You know? No. I mean, I know I certainly didn't as a kid. Oh, definitely not. No. Especially in that fantastic makeup as Dracula, as the Count, I should say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I mean, he appears as like you know the old, the older version with the, the well, you know, almost kind of give him like four, the... almost kind of make it four looks. Just I know it sounds a little weird because. In the very beginning, he's you know it shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Him, him as the, the knight, as the knight, and so for me, he, yeah. he looks very different, even th- like kind of middle aged or something yeah. compared to how he looks when he gets he's, to London, England, you know? London, yeah. Because yeah. he looked like big or kind of hulking a mm. little bit, just because I know the suit did it for him. Bro, right? oh, and like, can we just talk about how amazing the production design in that movie is? Yeah, it's I mean, it was just like an Absolutely art beautiful. piece. Um. I mean everything. The sets, the co- the costumes were probably the best thing about that. Yep. Um, that whole thing, and then like makeup. Um, the makeup in there was just amazing. And then, like I know he also appeared as like the wolf thing. Yeah, there was. The yeah, wolf. there was the wolf creature. That. Yeah, so that's right. almost like fire. There. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about the wolf creature. So you're right because there's the bat that. creature too. Like the bat we were creature of, was and... memorable to me. Like I still think that's probably one of the coolest yeah. like vampire looks ever on film. And his count look, and then his Victorian, which to me, his Victorian look is like one of the sexiest vampires. Oh, he was very sexy. Was like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh. Him just I, walking down the street. I was like, oh my God, Winona Ryder's lucky right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with everything. So there you go. Bram Stoker's Dracula off the board. It. You heard it here, folks. What a choice <laughs> for Josh here tonight picking a big vampire movie with Bram Stoker's Dracula 1991. <laughs> All right, Chris, here we go. Um, I think for me, I'm going to pick 
1985's Fright Night. I had a feeling this would be your first pick, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So I think I'll go with that one. And why Fright Night? Let's talk about Fright Night. Oh, Fright Night. Okay. Well, Fright Night is one of. It's like my other favorite vampire movie. Like I always get stuck really between that one and Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. So if you had had first pick, you would have won Bram Stoker's Dracula? I probably would have, yeah. I probably would have, yeah. I was worried Chad would. I was not worried you would, actually. So I'm kind of glad you didn't yeah, get it. There, that, was, I, that was like one of my top ones there, and I was like, ah, oh, crap. But then I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll go with Fright Night. So I, I'm a fan of the Fright Night universe, I guess you'd say. So I like it a lot. I like uh, the cast, the characters. You know, it doesn't try to be necessarily serious even though um they're in a serious predicament i guess she's <laughs> you know it's a scary predicament they're in um so and then for me too like i'm pretty lucky that i really got to meet the all the cast uh, except of course roddy mcdowell so i got to meet them one year at a con and have some conversations with a few of them which was like amanda beers was fun oh my gosh she was just so much fun <laughs> Well, and, speaking of like yeah. suave and sexy, I was gonna say, yeah, know, Chris Sarandon is Chris Jerry Sarandon. Chris, oh yeah, super yeah. like charming, charming yeah. yeah, especially the club scene. Mm-hmm. That club scene just does it. And then the makeup, I love. And then the other thing too is, um, I like that the vampire in this one, we're in the Fright Night universe, I guess you say, it exaggerates. It really yeah. makes the creature a monster, so it's not about the sexiness mm-hmm. necessary you know they they actually shape shift into something very vicious and yeah and scary and you know huge teeth and yeah. big jaws and everything so i mean amanda beerus's transformation I was gonna say, vampires that is memorable and just right. like that whole jaw like opening if yeah. you will and her look and I, is and the one i remember yeah. the most when i think of fright night is actually hers and for oh, me, I'm a fan of practical makeup effects too. So you can't. I love that it was practical and not films. CGI. And yeah, you know, CGI is good for some things. Don't get me wrong, but when it's actually just kind of that real magic mm-hmm. effect or something, there's something that's a little bit more impactful about it that stays with you. Mm-hmm. So I just, I enjoy. It's it's just one of my favorites. All right, Chris, you're right back up. Yay! So with that said. Because like I'm kind of debating between a couple. Man, this is really much what they go through a football, right? When they see the stats on some of the players. <laughs> like, hmm, do I really want to go with this one or do I want to go with that one? So. What will he choose? Oh my god. Well, you know what's uh, I think I'm gonna do so- I think I'm gonna do something a little left field with this one. No. This one's a little bit different and probably not one that people will mostly think about or something, but I'm just going to do it because it is funny as well. And and I think it's it's a little underrated. But Don't you steal my movie. <laughs> I want to go with uh, Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood. Oh, wow. Okay. That one I did not think of. <laughs> yeah. And Chris has chosen Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood. <laughs> 1990. I just remember the cheer she had. The two, four, six, eight. eight. You, you can, can watch, watch me masturbate. masturbate. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. That's uh that's what and of course uh who was the guy? Dennis Miller? Yes. Yeah. Dennis Miller. Five hundred yes. pound gorilla or whatever he's called. <laughs> right? <laughs> you got him as the investigator trying to find uh I think the girl's brother who's Corey Feldman. Um with Erica Laniac. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have um oh my gosh, why am I forgetting her name now? As the, the head the vampire? Model. Yeah, the, the model. Yeah. Angie uh, Everhart. Yes. Who was she was actually she was really good in that too. It just as she had a very great presence in there, and you definitely felt like she was she was like you definitely had that feeling like she was she meant business. You know what I mean? She was a she was very powerful and and her presence lent to being like, Yeah, this vampire is ancient and she's powerful and she's not one to play with, but she <laughs> Not the lady to mess. But with. I like that she uh <laughs> she uh plays she plays some games with people too as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, I re- I like Bordello of Blood. I know a lot of people shit on it because of how horrible. I mean, it gets- I mean, it's something compared to like uh, Demon Knight. I understand because Demon Knight was really good. Um, but it it does have that Tales from the Crypt feel to it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you can see why it's a Tales from the Crypt movie. But Which is funny because they made this movie in like a few weeks, really, like, before oh they gosh. went into production. Oh my god! Have you, there is a podcast called "How Not to Make a Movie" <laughs> by, by Al Katz awesome. and Gil Adler, who produced it, and they were completely set on making this other movie. Oh, you know what you called yeah. Dead Easy? Okay, and yeah, I want to say know what, like, the Blue Robert Zemeckis had the script, I and he's like, it. if you make my script i'll do this or whatever and they're like just a few weeks before production and they're like yep joel silver says yep you got to go make this instead now they didn't want dylan dennis miller he was yes, not really willing to work that. with the and the i heard cast. it was pretty difficult i think anyway yeah he seems right. like it yeah <laughs> uh, because i remember yeah the blu-ray if anyone has the collector's mm-hmm. edition blu-ray they kind of talk about some of the troubles behind the scenes and they even talk about dennis miller being uh, oh, yeah. problematic behind the scenes very much so because at the time he still had his friday night hbo show mm-hmm. so he had to leave early on fridays he wouldn't come in till around lunch on mondays he wouldn't he didn't want to work more than an eight hour day which you know as actors and actresses that's just not reasonable they I yeah. mean, they work long hours to get it done yeah he was a big problem he was and, and actually uh is it yeah, I think there was a story or some sort about with Angie Everhart where she talked about that he was just hard to get along with. I think there was something too like where her experience was not like the best experience with him. Um but you know, regardless, they, they turned out a they turned out a movie that to me I was like I enjoy fun. it. It's still fun. It. And that and talk about practical effects as well. That's yeah. You know, it's one of those last one, really last good horror movies to use. Uh, practical effects. I don't really recall a whole lot of CGI, but you know, it's still ooey gooey and <laughs> all that stuff, which was pretty fun. It was especially like the beginning when you see uh, where they open up her her casket and they found her, and uh, she murders those couple of guys and takes out the heart. Some of the guys, and she'll eat the heart. Oh man, yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal stuff. All right. I guess it is 
back to me. And since, well, you know what? Since it hasn't been taken, yeah, I think I am. I'm going to go back to 1998. And I'm going to take the first Blade movie with Wesley Snipes. Oh, Snipes. that's a good one. I went back and I watched Blade and Blade 2. I didn't feel like I needed to watch Blade Trinity. I didn't think it was in the running (laughs) for this. So I skipped that one. Because in my memory, Blade 2 was always the better Blade. Mm -hmm. And I definitely thought that too. I always thought that until I did this most recent rewatch. And Blade 2 definitely has more action. Right. But I feel like Blade's the better story. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, I I was I, I really really enjoyed it this time more than I I think I ever had. I think uh, I was about to say Stephen Frost, Stephen Dorff as Deacon <laughs> Frost is pretty great. I think he does a great job. I like Udo Kier as uh, he's really the head of the vampires until yeah. Deacon Frost takes him out. Obviously, mm, mm-hmm. totally forgot about that. But yeah, defanged him. Right. Udo Kier. <laughs> Deep, it took him out and burned him alive, and I mean, in the sunlight. And who could forget his... Pearl? Pearl. <laughs> no, <laughs> Pearl. Yes, good old Pearl. <laughs> yes, yeah, Pearl. no, that was a great movie. I love that movie. I remember, um, you know, I remember my mom taking me to go see that movie. I think it was on a Sunday, um, and she worked the night shift at the ER, so I woke her up on Sunday during the day while she was sleeping take me to go see blade and she did um, nice i yeah. went with my cousin and uncle so mm. i remember going yeah it was just it. it was it was a great movie and of course i loved it because i mean it had two of my favorite things which was you know vampires and action in it and you were familiar with the character i was kind of familiar with kind the characters because i mean i liked yeah. you know marvel comics and stuff like that so i remember the character from that um okay yeah i had no idea I mean, I, I wasn't in comics back then, so I had no idea it was based off a comic. But I think just the vampire, the action factor, and the Wesley Snipes factor mm-hmm. brought in a whole new audience that you didn't have to be a fan of the comic books to come well, in. I heard, I think he's actually reprising the role for, I think, the new Deadpool movie. Who? Wesley Snipes. Oh, really? Really? Even know- though they got Mar- Mar- Marshala Ali as the new Blade? Marshala Ali. Yeah, it's just, because like Deadpool 3, they're bringing back like the Fox own characters because they're doing a story with that. Um, well, those Sorry, characters will lead over to Secret Wars. Yeah, because of the multiverse thing, because that's what their phase they're in right mm-hmm. now. Um, but it's supposed to be, I think, Kind of like a tribute to the Fox stuff, but then also finally a finale to all of that so that they can have a clean slate with those characters. All right. I think that it may be a rumor. Yeah, I heard it. He was coming back, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was a fan of Wesley Snipes because I'm a yeah, big, big right. fan of Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yes. yep, Passenger 57. <laughs> I was going to say, and that was, that was the next movie I was going to say. For some reason, I remember me and my mom watching Passenger 57 <laughs> quite a bit back then yeah. for some yeah. reason. So I was and Chris and I were also fans of Tu Wong Fu. Yes, so Wong we knew uh, Wesley Snipes yeah. from that. Which um, was a good turn for him, too. Like, yeah, it was completely different, yeah, he, but he was like, so good. Yeah, well, because you know him and um, Patrick Swayze were known as like these sort of actiony like yeah. manly man stars and they did something like two wong fu where they're you know right. wearing makeup and dresses and heels Being and drag stuff. queens yeah, yeah. so it's just completely different but it was 
Oh, great performances. Yeah. Really great chemistry. But yeah, Blade Blade is great. It's definitely up there as one of my favorite uh, vampire movies yeah. for sure. So right. I'm with you on that one. All right. So after a few picks have gone by, Chad, it's finally <laughs> your turn again. Yeah. So um, my number two is going to be, um, I think it was 1992. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, that's it is. And uh, I was so waiting on that one. Christy so Swanson. Um Luke Perry and uh Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. God, they had such a dynamite cast in there. Oh, not even to mention the small parts. Ben Affleck, Hillary yeah. Swank, David yeah. Arquette in a yeah. pretty decent. Yeah, role. like some of these people that it's their early films. Yeah. yeah. And um uh oh, and uh is it Rucker Hauer? Rucker Hauer, yeah. yeah. Rucker Hauer plays yeah. Lothos the vampire, yeah. the main vampire in the movie. Um Oh, Paul Rubens. Paul, Paul Rubens, Rubens yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, man. Luke Perry, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was like, that was one of those movies where, again, it combined my two favorite things, which was vampires in action. <laughs> and then, and, of course, uh, there's comedy in this And movie. it's a comedy on top of that, too. Um, and honestly, I think, to me, Christy Swanson sort of embodied what, the character of Buffy was supposed to be more so than Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, Sarah Michelle Gellar gets more memorized for it because the show was such a big thing when it came out later on. But, you know, Chrissy Swanson sort of embodied that like Valley girl, <laughs> you know, well, she was, she was the, <laughs> what was the concept of the character? Yeah. Whereas I would say when the TV show came out, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm it was a great. Huge fan of that. Too, I'm a huge yeah. fan of Sarah Michelle Gellar. But I think what was great about was Sarah Michelle Gellar is that she, I, at that point when that show started, I know it was, she was already established as the Slayer. So I think she was just a little bit more mature, right? sure, yeah. you know, compared to what I almost really consider the movie as being like the the one that set it all. And because mm-hmm. it, it, it matured her in the movie as well. Yeah. So, you know, something clicked. Uh, what with are you her doing here? The same yeah. naked. But me and Chad, we quote that a lot too. That movie. Yeah, and that's the one we the locker room scene. Yeah. Oh my god, we do that all the time. But uh, but yeah, like it, it was that big hairy mole. Like, Chrissy Swanson Damn. was like probably like my like my one of my first celebrity crushes, um, because of that movie. And um, yeah, I see that. I remember, and it was funny. Like I like the memory I have of that one is was I remember my mom took me to go see. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because my mom also wanted to see. Because my mom was also a big fan of vampires as well. And she's like, I think that's probably where I get my love for him. But um, Chris, I think Dad ended up taking Chris to go see Death, Death Becomes, Becomes Her because it came out like the same weekend. So yeah, it came oh, out, wow. like, yeah, so, weekend. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty. That's like the one memory I have of that is me and my mom going to see Buffy and Chris and Dad going to see Death Becomes Her. And that's funny because I couldn't remember <laughs> which parent took me, but that's amazing you remember. No, I remember Mom took me because okay. Mom because Mom was the one that uh, told me about the movie, and I remember asking, I was like, "Is it scary?" She's like, "Oh, she's like, it's a comedy." So, uh, yeah. Nice. So hand up and joint, yeah, and then of course. I mean, my mom also took me to go see the Crow and Crow City of Angels. I love this well. So, you know, my mom, my my mom likes to think that, like, when I tell her, you know, when I tell stories about, oh yeah, we were watching like these kind of movies as kids. My mom's like, I can't believe y'all were allowed to watch. I'm like, Ma, you're the one that helped helped facilitate (laughs) all this. (laughs) Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's funny. But yeah. 
so that's the that's the one thing. So yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, my number two. Nice. All right. All right. Chad, right back to you. Oof. Okay. Um. I know it's tough, right? It's tough. It's like look at all these players. Who right. do we choose from? I think it came out in '98. I'm not entirely sure '97, but it's um John Carpenter's Vampires would be my number three pick. '98, yeah. Because uh, shit, help me out. The actor that was you in Karate good. Kid that played Terry Silver. Oh, who played the villain? Yeah, who played the villain. Who played Valak? Oh, and I'm, yeah, yeah I know you're talking about. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. I can't remember his name. I forget anyway. his name too. It's, yeah, it's Thomas Thomas N. Griffins, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think- like I always know him as Terry Silver. Like that's yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> that's it, how I associate him. I'm glad you said. That. I'm bringing something up <laughs> while you talk, Chad. But yeah, John Carpenter's Vampires. Like to me, like okay, I'm picking movies that have problematic people in it, right? I mean, because Chrissy no. Swanson, she's a crank now. Like Joss Whedon, <laughs> he's a you know abuser, Hollywood person. This one, you know, you got James Woods who uh, crank, you know. But back then, of course, I didn't know anything. I just enjoyed the movie, which was probably for the best because I love these movies. And, yeah. you know, James Woods, like I loved his character because he was he was so witty and like he had like these really funny comebacks, uh, even when he was fighting these, you know, terrifying monstrous creatures. But Valak to me, again, is like one of those like iconic to me is like one of those like iconic vampires. Um, and I just I loved the attitude i love the look um you know the the movie i mean of course it was john carpenter so i mean you know you can't skip out on one of the greats who who tackled the vampire genre um i can't argue that i rewatched it for this and i definitely had it on my list so and i love the mythos behind it too you know with you know valak's origin story and stuff like that like it was it was a unique twist on sort of the vampire myth if you will. Right. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it was just, it was great. And then I love the soundtrack to it. Definitely had like that carpenter, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, strumming and stuff. So, um, yeah. So yeah. John Carpenter's vampires, 1998. Right. Also, I'll just say this, the girl he picks up Cheryl Lee, who I had no idea who that was at the time, obviously, mm-hmm. but I've come since to know since I watched it, she's Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. So when I worry watched it, this is this. I'm going to read you my letterboxed little okay. thing I wrote. <laughs> Do it. Share it just says, Terry Silver as a master vampire with Laura Palmer as his muse by John Carpenter. I can dig it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I was like, oh, that's why when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to say it. I got to say it. Oh, because that's exactly what I was thinking. Because as soon as I saw, I was like, Terry Silver? That's all I think of him now is. Too. Yeah, that. Yeah, to me, like I don't even. Uh, sadly, I, I can't ever remember his name to save my life. But he's always going to be Terry Silver to me. Yep. Exactly. Karate right. Kid forever, man. Let me tell you. Damn right. Damn right. All right. So I'm wrestling here because I have one that's actually like my number one, but I just don't know that you guys are going to choose it which is why i've been risking it trying to get some of these other ones because i really think it's still going to be there okay but do i go ahead and take it or do i risk again <laughs> knowing i got to get through two more crisp picks before I, it gets back to me <laughs> oh i don't know you'll probably be okay josh i, I think so too actually so but I i'd think... say go with what your major one is you know 
I think I'm going to hold off one more time because I don't think you're going to pick it. I really don't. <laughs> I'm, ru- I'm running a risk here. But I really don't. I'm going with the... Because I wanted... To... And before I pick it, let me say this, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Let me say this. I was I watched I watched a lot of movies to get ready for this. Mm-hmm. And there's still a ton more movies that I was like, man, I wish I'd gotten to that. I wish I'd gotten to that. I want to watch this. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, I'm also like, I don't care if I ever watch another vampire movie again. <laughs> vampire <laughs> movie now. <laughs> it can so happen. I, I, it I'm at two yeah. extremes because I watched. I watched a lot of bad titles that are not going to make this list, like Rockula with Dean Cameron. God-awful yeah. movie. God-awful movie. Tony sure. Basil in a, in a role. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, mm-hmm. I watched some bad shit to get ready for this. But <laughs> You're you committed. Did, you did you too much preparation <laughs> for it, I think, I did. Josh. I did. I, I, went, I went and watched a lot of... Uh, well, I think there's one title Chris may pick that I'm not going to say because I watched oh. it and I was like... I'm not impressed by this, and everybody talks highly of it, so... Okay, it's not going to make my list. But <laughs> I'm going to go with my only foreign pick, because I wanted to watch some more, and I didn't get to them. So, oh, okay. this is from 2008. I think. Oh, I feel man. like it's out of Sweden, if I, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. I think I know what you're talking about. Because yeah, yeah, that was one I yep. thought about. But I, yeah. Let the right one in. Let the right one in. It's a good one. Is that the one you're talking about, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean... One. It is. It is, and it's 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 a tragic love story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the vampire aspect to it. You got the bullying aspect about the story of a little boy who lives in this apartment complex. It's kind of lonely. One day he meets this this girl, Ellie. Turns out she's a vampire, and she helps him deal with some problems. Yeah, but then it also turned out she's actually a he. Well, I wasn't gonna That's give that away, but yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a memory. It was just like I was like, ah, because there was, there was a twist. The, there was the that twist with the vampire. There is yeah. a, there is a twist when he okay. sees it, but they don't they don't make it a big deal, which I thought was a big no, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's and, been a while since I've seen it, but it was so good. It, and yeah. and he she she hints at it the whole time. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a girl. You can't fall in love with me. I'm not a girl. What if I'm not a girl? Right. Those statements are made throughout the movie, and then that scene happens where he's peeking in on her, and you see that. Oscar. Oscar's the boy. Oscar's the boy, yep. Yes. And I guess technically the boy, the vampire is Eli and not Ellie, but Mm -hmm. because it's spelled E L I in the subtitles anyway. Yeah. Which you would typically say is Eli here. Yeah. So. But yeah, and then let me just say this, top it off with this. There is a pool scene in this movie. At oh, the end. Yeah. wow. Very memorable scene. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely in my top top two pool scenes of all time. I do love the Stranger's Prey at Night's pool scene, so I don't know if I can put it above that because that's a badass pool scene. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's definitely top two. So if you have not seen it, check out Let the Right One In. It's great. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember some friends of mine told me about it. And um, I didn't see it in theaters because I think they there was a showing there are very limited showing of it in theaters that came through town at the time. <clears throat> but um, I remember watching it on um, DVD. And yeah, I mean, it was it was great. It was a nice um, and it came out too at a time when like 
Twilight was coming out, and Twilight was a big thing. Was it really um, around that same time? And it was, I yeah, know the movie kind of became known as like the Twilight for guys. That's funny. Or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Yes, it came out the year after the first Twilight, so yeah, it is around the same time. But um, because you know, in the two thousands, I thought was interesting is that's where we also got a lot of and and it goes back further of course a little maybe like late 90s even you Mm -hmm. can kind of consider but we had um i think a lot of import foreign horror come in and a lot of that content was so much better than what was being produced by hollywood hollywood here you know everything was so getting to a point where it was watered down or it was you know, trying to hop on board another person's trend and so forth mm-hmm. rather than doing something creative and meaningful. And those movies like going with J-Horror, for example, like how that was a big thing that really, I think, ushered in a lot more foreign horror and then into the like the French new wave of horror. You know, I mean, that yep. just yeah, like it brought in yeah, high like tension yeah. inside. I mean, inside. Yeah, it brought. A lot, of, and then of course with let the right one in, it just brought in a lot of new stuff and a lot of things where you can, um, you as a viewer can be a lot more connected. I think with the stories and see something maybe a little bit deeper, but a little bit more raw too. You know. And I will say Matt Reeves' remake let let me in with Chloe Grace Moretz and I think Cody mm-hmm. Smith McPhee. It's very, it's very good. I just think it was so close to let the right one in coming out that it was just couldn't make an impact yeah. that it probably wanted to. I think it almost was too close because I think let the right one in is two thousand eight. I think let me in comes out. Yeah, it was, it was very, very close. Because yeah. I mean, uh, I remember getting the DVD. I think when it was dropping, because I remember hearing about it somehow, maybe through um, like Fangoria or something mm. like that, and interested picked it up and i was like this is damn good yeah. <laughs> so i had the dvd for a long time until i upgraded to blu-ray but and it was wild too because i remember they had two versions of the dvd um yes. i can't remember what the difference was but oh. there were two versions of it well there was the thing with the subtitles i think yeah i think it was something with the subtitles but um, i got like the, something like that i think with the blu-ray i don't know if it was with the dvd yeah there was something there were like two different things but like it was yeah it was something wild but i remember like kind of being on the hunt for it <laughs> to get the the one that everybody was like yeah don't get the and the kid actors were just amazing yeah in that movie too yeah good choice josh all right christopher uh, my turn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neil, back to you well mine is also going to be a tragic love story kind of a romeo and juliet and i am talking about late 80s female directed near dark oh okay yes oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh got all excited <laughs> i did have that on my list yo Catherine bigelow is such an underrated yes director. such good early stuff yeah man. uh yeah near dark was just a masterpiece though it was talk about a different um vampire story mm-hmm. than what was being produced back then and definitely more about the characters and the stories and Bill Paxton, rest in peace for him. Yeah. Just absolutely tremendous in the movie. Amazing. So, yeah, I just had to go with that one because it was just so different and 
just so good. I love the cinematography. I don't know what it is. Just it's a beautiful movie too. Well, yeah, well, it's like those 80s movies. They had such really cool cinematography. I think a lot of it was just because they were able to produce such an atmosphere. Yeah. You know, with the with the cinematography and the photography of the of their movies. But yeah, like And that it's actually one I haven't seen in a while, but same. It's yeah. one that had because of this topic that we were going on, I was like, oh yeah, like this one just comes to mind right away and i was like i yeah i love this one too was, this one's good and it, a lot of people love it too oh, so yeah. i can i can understand why it's good uh i definitely think bill paxton is the easy highlight oh, of this one. Stand oh my out. god he is amazing that uh bar yep. scene i mean he's just the way he lets go in that scene and just I don't know. I don't even know really how to explain it. It's just like you see where he's just lost in this role or something. And he's just, he's chewing up any of the scenes he's in really. I think he's just enjoying this character. All right, Chris, we're going right back to you with your next pick then. Oh yeah. Huh? The, okay. My next pack. That's so hard. Gosh, okay. Sorry, I'm kind of going back and forth between three different ones here a little bit, so I'm just trying to narrow it down. Okay. What will Chris choose? I know, right? Okay. Do I? Okay, I'm. Oh, I'm narrowed down to two, so I'm I'm deciding, (laughs) deciding. Okay. All right, I think I'm going to do something a little different. Okay. I'm going to do something a little different. So this one is 80s as well. It's a classic. It's Japanese anime, Vampire oh, Hunter nice. D. Oh, nice. That's a solid choice, yeah. So I think it was like 1985, I think, when that came out. And then maybe like late 80s for American and stuff like that. But I remember, okay, so how I end up finding about this movie, I was, okay, I've always been pretty much a little vampire myself in terms of like being a night owl. <laughs> right. So as a kid, when we would have summers off and maybe a few weekends throughout the year, I remember this one night in particular, I was up really late. I was flipping through the TV. And so this might have been like, I don't know, maybe like a TBS or something like that. But for whatever reason, they were playing, they were playing anime late at night. And I came across that it was Vampire Hunter D. So I came across the scene where um, one is where I think it's him and where the girl like make maybe make love in this in the scene, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I have never seen cartoons naked. Right. Before. You know, like it was just it was so different. I was like, what is going on? Keep in mind, on? we never saw we never saw the cartoon uh bible stories no i just never uh, genesis (laughs) i just never seen anything really like and then watching more into like just seeing the of course the vampire aspects to it vampire hunter d himself being the cool character um and just the different monsters and creatures he kind of runs into and then the the setting itself where it's kind of like a apocalyptic western mm. or something i'm futuristic it's so different as and unique so 
I just re- and then his hand, his hand as well, having like the face on the palm oh, and yeah. <laughs> uh, having these weird abilities to it. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was like, man. And I remember it stayed with me for the longest time. I never mm-hmm. knew what the name of the movie was because <laughs> we couldn't, I couldn't find out what it was. And then it just went it until wasn't as easy back then. A little bit later, like yeah, because I Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust come out like in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. I think. So then that's like, oh, okay, that's what it was. That's Vampire Hunter, it but it's the original movie, not Bloodlust. So I watched yeah. one of nice. these movies with you guys, but I don't remember which. It definitely wasn't this night. It was just at some point. I don't remember it hardly at all, though. So I didn't even think about this movie. I know it's yeah. been a long time, right? Yeah, oh, it's been forever yeah. since I've seen it, and it was only the once. So, it's so much fun, man, and the imagery, just that, yeah. and the animation itself, like it's really good. It's good animation for what it was even back then, you know. And I know, like, a lot has advanced even since that movie, even in the late '80s mm-hmm. and in the '90s, but, um, but it still holds up, and it's really good. Love it. The imagery is great. I like the universe, the characters. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's a great Japanese anime. Okay. All right, back to me. And even though I don't think Chad will take the movie I'm thinking of, I think I'm going to go ahead and take it off the board anyway, just in case he pulls a fast Uh-oh. one on me. This is easily what <laughs> is my favorite vampire movie. Although we'll say, and obviously we've already been going through and spoiling some of these just saying this is a vampire movie is a spoiler for this movie if you haven't seen it so <laughs> i don't know if that gives it to what you what let you guys know what i'm about to pick but just saying this movie is a vampire movie is a spoiler for this movie because you don't find that out till about 45 50 minutes in that it's a vampire movie oh gosh no it's not coming to you so no you know, like what and what's the decade then 90s, 1996. 1996, all right. Oh, man. It's, I don't know, I'm drawing. <gasps> Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of the movies that I have written on my list of movies. Oh, man, I love that one. Oh, that's funny, Chad. But, too, no, I don't think that lets you know. I think you know right away that's that's a vampire movie, Chris. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, no. oh, man, I'm really, I'm honestly really trying to think. I'm like, okay, what's a movie, a vampire movie where know. you don't, f- oh, wait. Innocent Blood? Wait, I think I know. No, no, no. I think I know now. I think we were talking about the director earlier. Uh, off, off camera, if you will. <laughs> I think it's no. um well I think it's Tarant well Tarantino in it. He's in it. He you did not direct from, it. From oh. Dust Till Dawn is what I think he's going yep. with. From Dust Till Dawn, that's it. He did that's not direct it. That's on my list too. Damn. Yeah. It's, but he did get to gobble feet. He, he did get to gobble Salma Hayek's feet. feet. So yeah. Salma Hayek's feet. Yeah. Absolutely. So obviously this movie, yeah, has Quint Quint Tarantino in it. George Clooney, Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Tom Savini Tom is Sex Savini. Machine. I mean, how cool mm-hmm. is that? Cheech, Cheech uh, Marin. Cheech Marin. Yeah. Cheech Marin outside the bar trying to get people to <laughs> titty twister. The titty twister. Uh-huh. Well, he's promoting. He's doing his job. He's trying to promote the business, trying to draw I, in the crowd. I swear, sometimes I'll just randomly say that. I'll be like, 
Yeah. Wet pussy, <laughs> dry pussy, wet snapping wet. pussy. If you find cheaper pussy anywhere, fuck it. Bloody <laughs> <Yeah>. pussy. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's wild. And he plays another role at the end of the movie as well. Mm. But yeah, a lot of people think this is, Tarantino helped co-write it with Robert Rodriguez, but Rodriguez directed this movie. Mm. But yeah, it starts as these two brothers on the run. You think it's a crime film. And then they end up at this titty twister. And it turns out this is a vampire bar. In the desert, by the way. Yeah. Middle yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And they've they've taken Harvey Keitel and his family hostage. Harvey Keitel is was once a priest, but has lost his faith. That's because he lost his wife. So you get that part of the storyline. You get the <laughs> Tarantino obsessed with Juliette Lewis's character in the van. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, and he's got the neck tattoo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then, and then uh, Selma Hayek, you find out something else with her. And, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, that's the thing. There's some. I think there's some a dance scene. Yeah, the dance scene. Uh, well, yes, I love that dance scene as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, love, I know. I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love the the vampire transformations. I love how all cool they look. Which, of course, you oh, have Tom yeah. Savini Vampires working on it, awesome, so obviously man. it's gonna yeah, look yeah. good. I mean, he's in the damn the thing. cock gun. Yep, the cock gun. I oh, got yeah, the cock pistol. Which the guy he shows it to, I didn't know who he was at the time, but that's Greg Nicotero. When I that's watched, funny. When I watched the scene back, I'm like, that's oh, funny. Yeah, I didn't even realize Nicotero. that. Shit. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I love Tom Savini's name in the movie, Sex Machine. Sex yes. Machine. <laughs> yep. Fred Williamson is in it as the uh, the other guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name in the movie, but he's been in a ton of stuff. You'll recognize a ton of people in this cast. Danny Trejo. There really is. I mean, Danny Trejo is yes. the bartender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this whole this whole movie, just beginning to end, badass. I love it. it <laughs> and is. I was right. You and guys should not have picked it. Yeah. I could have waited till the end and got You're right. whatever else. I had a feeling you wouldn't, but I was like... I think I have it like on the list in terms I of like, all those too, vampire yeah. films. But it wasn't one I was going to necessarily pick right away. So I, I think it may have crossed my mind. But I was like, you know what? Let me try something different. Let me try something different. All right. Well, I'm glad I got it. I want to make sure I had it. I knew I could pick it late. I didn't have to take it first. That's a good, that's a good choice, though, too, Josh. That's a really Because it, it is a wild ride. Oh, it definitely that, is. It, once, it, once the, the shit goes down, then it's a ride from there to the end. Absolutely. So with my fourth pick... Now we go to Chad. I have chosen from Dust to Dawn. Now it's Chad's turn. I have, I have chosen. He has chosen. So my my number four, right? I think that's where we're at. Yep. Number four um, is a 2003 film. I don't um, think I know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, kind of speaks to my character about uh, vampires in action. It's the movie Underworld, directed by oh, Len Wiseman. Okay, okay. And uh, stars Kate Beckinsale as uh, Celine. I don't know why I was thinking like and 30 Days of Night for a second. I was like, no, that's like late 2000s. Late 2000s. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie, too. I like I 30 Days of Night. As soon as he said, um, I knew where he was going. I remember, yeah, us, yeah, I remember was, us going to I, see this in 2003. Actually. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And it combines you know, two of my favorite monsters, which are vampires and werewolves, stuck in this eternal war between each other, which is kind of crazy because like, if you've ever watched like all the movies, I mean, the vampires are not very sympathetic characters because right. um, it's really a story about fighting for independence. But also later on, you do kind of realize that the vampires do serve their purpose because the werewolves are kind of like uh, like a um, 
almost like a virus. If they don't contain it, like it'll spread. Like people will just, everybody on earth will turn into a fucking werewolf. Um, so it's have really that. balanced. Right. You can't have that. Um, but yeah, like Kate Beckinsale just kicks ass in this movie. Um, it was Lynn Wiseman's feature film debut. Um, if I'm correct, um, it was his feature film debut. Um, and sort of, you know, he he kind of went on to do some other things. Like he went on, he did a, the Total Recall remake, which I know people kind of shit on, but I actually really liked the the Total Recall remake with Colin Farrell. Oh, oh wait, did I see? And Kate yeah, Beckinsale. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. he uh, he's done a lot of TV shows. He did like Sleepy Hollow. He did Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, so he's done he's done a lot. Um, but yeah, Underworld was just it was great. It was you know, martial arts. It was monsters. It was guns and explosions and yeah so yeah and yeah, also and also um uh michael sheen who is amazing he kind of reminds me of gary oldman in a lot of ways because he's kind of a chameleon like he looks different <laughs> in like every movie that he in every role that he's in he just looks different um but his portrayal is uh lucian the werewolf is just superb in my opinion i just I, you know i like the character so yeah so Underworld number four, I like that a lot because you know 2003 is such a special year for me because we had the three <laughs> of us. We had so like much weekend. fun. We were at the movies every weekend. Something to see. Oh, I know. If yeah. only I could find a way to put Freddy versus Jason in a vampire draft, I would. But oh my god, that was just, we saw it like what twice, three times in theaters, something like that. Three yeah. times, three times, right? Yeah, we supported that movie. We made sure that it at least got to number one, and it did. Yep. Did. All right, Chad. That's for damn sure. With your final pick. Hmm. I know it's tough, right? It is tough. Because <laughs> uh. you want to end on a good note. You're like, oh, what do I pick for a good note? Don't worry. We're going to run down our picks at the end of this. Don't worry. Well, I know, I know Josh kind of encouraged me to pick a foreign I, I, movie. That's up to you. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with a foreign film. It's uh, it's this uh, this director. It's his feature film debut. It's a Mexican movie, and um, I know what you're going for. Yeah. Damn it, that was like one of my choices. Uh, now, it's yeah. uh, Chronos. Right, that's right. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, so good. Um, again, it was just it was a it's a different take on the vampire myth, and you know it's very quintessential del Toro. You know, you yeah. got like the the supernatural element you got like sort of like the misunderstood monster the child character because <laughs> he has character. a thing about with children and, and you've got fantasies. like you know these yeah. like you know special props these devices mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know that kind of has like that insectoid sort of it's beautifully designed yeah yeah um so yeah i mean it's just you know just a fantastic vampire it film. is beautiful and the thing is like del toro you know he he's known for you know he he's a big fan of vampires but he's definitely you know somebody who likes to to do a more sort of monstrous take on the vampire rather than like have them be in this like european suave sexy you know like for him like they're monsters and and so yeah like i mean he did blade 2 you see the monsters the vampires he did in that one has a thing for the monsters are tragic yeah they're tragic characters yeah 
And you definitely get that with the case in this well, movie. Well, and I mean, you know, and it fits too, because I mean, you know, a lot of these characters, you know, like Dracula, for instance, I mean, he, you know, that character spins out of, you know, a tragic gothic tale. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole point of these characters are that they, they are tragic. So, you know, so yeah. So Kronos, okay. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I've watched that once, so I don't. My memory is very fuzzy on it. It would have been with you guys, actually. That would have been the time mm-hmm. I saw it at some point. So I don't. It's definitely worth revisiting again. That's for sure because sure. it's been yeah. a while for me too. But Chris, do you own the Criterion? Yeah. I do actually. Yes. I, think, yes. I thought you might. And I do too. I thought you might. Thanks for. Well, I, I got the. I got pretty much the the del Toro okay. Criterions, but. I'm excited too because Pinocchio is coming out. Yeah, November, Pinocchio so. film is coming out in December on Criterion. Oh, and I'm excited because oh, next okay. month The Others is coming out on Criterion. That's true. It's yeah. not a vampire movie or anything, but uh, The Others is coming out on Criterion. I love oh, man. So much fun. Such a good haunted so house much. movie. Oh, man. Still, it's like I remember. This is gonna be a side tangent, but whatever. I remember us watching The Others, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, eh, whatever. Didn't pay that much attention to it, and then I went back. And I watched it in my room with all the lights off by myself one night. You were spooked out, weren't you? I remember. I remember. I walked out, and I, my mom was sitting there watching something else, and I was like, "Oh, that creeped me out." And she went. She looked at me, knowing what I watched. She's like, "Well, that's a movie I'll never be watching then." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's? Are you mad? I am your daughter. Are you mad? I am- yeah there's that scene that everybody knows but man there's just so much more to the others than that oh my god there is is so much more to it oh man so i guess it's my turn now right no it's my final pick first and then your final pick yeah okay 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 all right joshua what's your what's your final pick i'm picking one that honestly i think people might be surprised it hasn't been taken off the board yet and I said I was going to do this thing when we were talking off mic about reading the taglines and I ended up not doing it, but this one has a fantastic tagline and I can't resist. And Chris, you should get it. Chad, Uh-oh. you might get it, but Chris, you should get we'll it. See. Just we'll see. We'll see. Alone. Ah, it's, it, it's pretty iconic, I think. Sleep all day, party all night, never grow old. Never die. Okay. It's fun to be a vampire. Oh my god, that's a good one too. Yes, I, I know, know exactly talking about what that. you're yep. talking about. Yep. 1987, Joel Schumacher's The Lost Boys. And here's the tale of the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Keeper Sutherland in this. Yeah. I mean, this made. You, I mean, it literally made you want to be a vampire. Like this dude is fucking cool. I want to be yeah. like him. Well, you know, I'm. Maybe it sounds weird, but and maybe people uh, and maybe I'm just behind on it or what, but it has that Peter Pan effect to it. Yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of it's That's really better. kind of like a Peter Pan tale to me. And it's the Lost Boys. Yeah, so it is called the Lost Boys, and maybe. it is focused on kids as the main characters, uh, teenagers technically, I guess you say, but yeah. Still, they're less than 18. <laughs> and um, here they are, you know, kind of off on their own. And but in this case, it's a, it's a very uh, violent thing. And then, of course, I mean, what the twist with the the guy that Diane Weist is 
dating. I mean, that's right. But he's kind of like your your Captain Hook. Yeah. Story. Yeah, I like that. That's that's not bad. I like that. And what and what's her name is basically Wendy. Oh, Jamie Gertz. Gertz. Yes, I don't remember her character name, but yeah, Jamie Gertz. Yeah, and I just remember her from the movie Twister. Oh yeah, she's like, we got cows, and the cows like flying by in the (laughs) Twister. I always forget. And she was in that. And she was in that. And she was in the uh, TV show. Yes, uh, still Still standing. Yes, also really great. Yes, I did like that. Yes, I like that show. But it's also the first time we get the Corys together. This is their first time. It is. Yeah. What became an icon? The bathtub scene, singing with the bathtub. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and the, the rubber ducky in there too, I think. Oh, yes. But I couldn't let this list go by without the Lost Boys. I had a couple others, and I'm like, I don't think they're going to choose it. So I'm just, I'm going to have to put it on the list. It's got to be on one of these lists somewhere. Right. It's hard to have vampire yeah, movie list without the Lost one. Boys listed. And I was able to get it at Man, five. Some good ones. Yeah. So, Chris, you're going to close out the list. Oh, Chris has a I'm trying to think to make. I know. I'm trying to. Chad picked like really the one I was majorly thinking. Oh, Chronos. And something. yeah. So I'm sitting here trying to think like, do I close out with maybe something big or maybe something a little obscure? Just or just like bang. something different, you know? But I would say my whole list has been pretty different for the most part. So. Nah, it's been pretty run of the mill. Well, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it, Chad. Um,. I think for me, I will continue in the Fright Night universe and put Fright Night Part oh, 2, 88. That's a good one. I have never talk about watched this. I love Regine, for one. Mm-hmm. Love her so much. Amazing vampire queen. Boss, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry Dandridge's sister, who's come back for revenge on Charlie. And so the things are turned around now because now Charlie is pretty much the damsel in distress and he has to be rescued. So, but you got the return of Roddy McDowell Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh. Uh, And then you got some, definitely some interesting vampire. Like you have, oh man, there's a, the one guy, he's not even really a vampire, but he's kind of like a guy that chauffeurs them around, but he's been in everything. Once you see him, he was like the bad guy in everything you've probably seen. Um, Oh man, and he was a big, also muscular guy. He just had oh, this yeah. weird face to him. Played, I know it sounds uh, bad. He Shao Kahn, I think. Yes, Mortal Kombat I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I know you're talking about. Uh, oh my god, why is his name Brian? Yeah, Brian? I can't remember his name. Yeah, Brian Thompson. Too. There it is. That's like when you, said, when you said that. He's in it, and then um, and then the other one being also another familiar guy, and he ends up with his vampire abilities turning into a werewolf in the Ooh. movie. From Monster Squad. Oh, John Grease. John Grease. It's the same guy. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So, yeah, and it's also a really good. Just as I would say, it's just about as good as the first movie. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a. It's really a good sequel. I think the only thing we're missing, of course, is Amanda Beers. But at that time, you know, she was doing Married with Children, right. and so we have a different, uh, a different love interest for Charlie. Uh, but I think. She's not that bad of a character either because I I think she's a little bit more stronger than what Amanda's character okay. was in Fright Night. Because like I said, Charlie kind of comes that damsel in distress in this one. But the big thing is, honestly, it's Regine, like who just yeah. 
snatched for the gods. Yeah. <laughs> She's just amazing. Just amazing. Love her. All right. Wow. Um, I've, I've never seen so this. Yeah. I've never so had the opportunity to watch this one. No. Really? Oh, I really? thought you had seen it. Highly recommended. No, I recommend you definitely seeing it too. It's good. Like, is this movie available anymore? You almost... Like, I never seem to be able to find it. They used to have it on Amazon. Right? They, um, it used to be streaming in some places, uh, but it never really had a... The only physical release it had was a DVD many years ago. But it was very poor quality. Um, so now you can get HD good qualities because of the streaming that it's been through. Um, you can find, like, you know, Blu-rays that were made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for, for the movie. And that are and it is really good, excellent quality for what it is. Oh, but yeah, I forgot because I had to buy mine. Like, same, I got mine actually <laughs> from a convention. Oh, yeah, I, actually had, I think it was pretty cheap. You know? but, um, but that was at a time, too, where you could... You can find so those things. Find some of those things, yeah, and you can't find them no more at conventions. They don't have those yeah, kind of booths there anymore. Those don't have the bootlegs, if you will. Yeah, but you can find it online uh, and eBay definitely for mm-hmm. great quality Blu-ray, and and it will even include some special features. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a. It's part of that documentary. The yeah, Brewster, you're so cool, Bruce. Brewster documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's some good ones out there with those special features attached. But people are still waiting for that official, at least North American release for it. But I don't know why. It's just so hard because of the rights. I don't. I don't know why. Come on, Screen Factory. Figure this shit out. I know Screen Factory. Somebody, Vinegar Syndrome. Somebody. I don't know anybody out there who can get it. Just please. But I mean, I know anything can happen. So there's some movies that no one ever thought would see the light of day in terms of blu-rays and stuff chris i say dream big why not i'm looking at you fade to black (laughs) right there was a spooky spooky one i don't think people even thought would probably make uh blu-ray but there's a lot more yeah there's more that's making it's coming out of the tombs if you will and (laughs) but there's still more ways to save i know (laughs) I'm still waiting on meet the. I know, animals. right? See, that's another one. Doesn't and like for me, it's fall out of her when she you know, falls onto the ground. Yes, the egg. She pops yes. down the egg. Like, <laughs> the daughter. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and the guy yeah. smashed the egg. Oh. And I think is it Ed Bakley yeah. Jr. and Stalker yeah. Channing. Yeah. And Stalker Channing's Channing. wife. That's right. Man, that movie traumatized me as a kid. When I that remember egg fell out was... of her, and the guy crushed it, stepped on it. I used to. It was one of those movies that we rented from. Giant insects. That movie quite a bit. Like I probably yeah. rented it with you guys, and I also rented it back at my own house too. So we rented it when we were living okay, up in okay. West. We were that little. We we're West Virginia, yeah. And there was like this. I remember we lived on this house that was like literally on top of a mountain, and below the mountain, if you will, was a video a hole in the wall video store. And we actually rented it from there. And another one for me at that time in that store, because um, I have like, it's precious memories to me, but. uh <laughs> Uh, Return Oz was another oh, one too. From yeah, there that I remember just absolutely loving it and was freaky. I watched that for the first time this freaky year. Freaky too. I've really? never seen it. It's great, isn't it? You never I seen it? Year when we we watched it with the kids. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? It, it's it's it creepy. Is. Did you get scared by the, the wheelers? wheelers? Oh my god! No, I would I would have wheelers and younger and, uh, to be scared by him, Chad. Sorry. And then uh, Princess Mombi too. Princess like, Mombi. Yeah. Uh, the scene where she got up. 
gets up from the bed. Dorothy or the game. Yeah. Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going off on a tangent, but <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, Fright Night Part Two. You got to see it, Josh. Right, so I'm gonna run down the picks here in a minute, but before we get there, were there any movies that? What what were you wrestling with? What were some of the titles you were wrestling with putting on this list? I uh, Interview with a Vampire was yeah. one. Chronos uh, really was definitely one until Chad, yeah, of course, yeah. kind of took it. What was Bram Stoker's Dracula? But you yeah. took it first. Same, right <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and for me, like Thirty Days of Night, I had that on my list. <laughs> I had a uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, Eddie Murphy. I do, I do. That would have been. That's fun. a great I one. Um, let's see. Uh, what else did I have on here? Layer of the White Worm. Was Layer of the White Worm. Apparently, I need to watch this. I also had the nineteen, also White, had the oh. nineteen thirty-one Dracula movie. Yeah. Bella Lugosi. I, I wondered why no yeah. one picked it. And uh, Life Force was another one. Oh yeah, oh, Life Space Force Vampires. For, that I thought about. <laughs> yeah, that one was one I thought about. Innocent Blood with Robert. Yes, Bergen. that was another one. Too. <laughs> I need yeah. to watch that. I remember and, uh, I was watching it a lot as a kid, but <laughs> I don't remember the movie itself now. So. Um, and then one that oh vamp I thought about because I love Grace Jones in that movie. It's a oh, like I've never seen that it's one. a little slow, yeah, but it's, slow. it's still good. Robert Rustler's in that. Um, one. Yes, I watched that for the and first like time. and then the, another one was one that I watched actually this morning, which I you know kind of told you off camera, but it was a uh, the Japanese Dracula's Legacy, the Vampire mm. Doll, which I did see, and that was that's a fun one. It's nice to see the. It was a Toho production, so that's the same people who make Godzilla. Right. Okay. It's a little, it's a little slow, but it's short movie as well. But it has that Hammer vibe to it, which was pretty much their uh, inspiration. So that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing the other two movies in the trilogy. I also had like Dracula from '79, which had uh, Frank Langella. I've never seen that version. Yeah, um, and I'm surprised too. Like we didn't think about any of the horror, uh, Hammer, Dracula movies. Not that it's a good movie, but just because the soundtrack is awesome, Queen hey. of the Damned. Yeah, <laughs> I had, it, I had no. it on my list, Chad. I had it <laughs> on my list. And then uh, we're to have Salem's Lot on there. Yep, it's, it's been so long. I was like, do I rewatch this? And I'm like, it's three hours. Do I really have time to rewatch this? So I ended up not doing it. Just like, yes, yes. I, I did. I did not. I did not rewatch it. Um, and also, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, I know, right? I, I had that even on the list of movies I've seen. Um, I was like, let me just put it on there. I also it. had um, A Girl Walks, a home, walks alone home, at night. home Alone at Night. Yeah. I thought the atmosphere was good in that one, but I wasn't overly impressed because I watched that for this. And I've yeah. heard a lot of good things about I've it. I've never seen so. it. Never seen it. Oh, yeah. I also forgot about this one, too. Shadow of the Vampire. I watched that for this. Oh, yeah. A lot of people love yeah. that one, too. That's a good one. I wa- in fact, um, I, watched, I watched... I have not seen Blood Red Sky, but I did. I watched Nosferatu and Shadow of the Vampire back-to-back. Wait, which Nosferatu? The, the, no, the 22 right? version. The 22 oh, so the no, one that no, Shadow that of the one's... Vampire is talking about. Yeah. So, Nos- that one's good. Um, if you're having a chance, though, you should watch the... Werner Herzog. Yeah, the one with uh, Klaus Kinski. Nosferatu with the vampire. Yeah, the one, yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw it on YouTube. I, like I like the way he plays the character because he oh. plays the character almost kind of like a like a junkie. Yeah. Um. So, 
Yeah, and he's pretty frightening. As, uh, as I, I know it's and... it's a cult classic. Yeah. I know that, but I... and actually, Robert Eggers, a yeah. uh, guy who did the Northman yeah. and the Witch, doing... the Witch and stuff, he's doing Nos- right. he's doing a remake of Nosferatu, which I think is going to oh, be amazing because wow. I, I I like Robert Eggers' yeah. films. He, he has such great atmosphere to his movies. So, yeah, one I Northman thought... was great. Oh, I love so, I mean, if you don't like the Vivich, if you don't like the Vivich, or you don't like the Lighthouse, the, um, the Northman was just great. Like, I'm sad that it didn't do better in the theaters. Yeah. Well, see, I know. Um, I put it on the list because I was thinking, like, I'll probably see it before the, the podcast here, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. But the movie version of what we do in the shadows. Oh, okay. That's another one I had on my list too. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie, and I. Probably more so. I love the TV show. Like, I oh, just, you've I been just, binging I just it, been yeah. binging it, and I finally got caught up with it. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched the um, show. I did watch the movie way, oh, way back you when. To, you're missing out on it. You need, you're missing out on it because it's good. The vampires it's on there funny, are so yeah. funny. I think. And what's interesting is I didn't realize this, but like the lead vampire, her name's Nadja mm-hmm. on there. I didn't realize, but there's actually a movie from the '90s, a vampire movie called Nadja. Uh, oh, from the 90s yeah. as well, which I have on my list to watch now. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch this. And then there's a Lily Taylor um, movie from the 90s mm. called The Addiction. Oh, I know. What I haven't uh, seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that I also want to see. So, yeah. wow. I almost that's a lot of titles. Yeah, right? I almost put Vampire's Kiss with Nick Cage on it. That's, yeah, yes. that's I have it on my list too. But <laughs> I was like, let me wait, let me wait. Did you see Renfield yep. yet? Renfield's good. It was good. I mean, Nick Cage was definitely the best part of that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, he is. His, I like I like his portrayal as as Dracula. Yeah, and it's it's like I want more. I want I want a full Nick Cage Dracula movie. Like yeah. I can't complain because <laughs> the movie is called Renfield, so it's not supposed to be about mm-hmm. him. But yeah, I thought I mean it had some good blood and gore in it too. So I wasn't expecting. And then Chris and I recently saw the Last Voyage of the Demeter, which was actually pretty. good. I know you guys talked uh, about. it. I wondered if you would put it on this yeah. list. That was as actually on I mean, my list. I have it written on there, but yeah. I know if I'm going to pick a top five, yeah, I don't think it's, it's I'm not going to put it on there. Because like for me, it was it was good, but it wasn't great either. So okay, well, I wanted to throw out. I, I mean, on my letterbox, I gave it three. Oh, and okay, half, okay. Well, Chris, one that I think you rank pretty highly, if I'm not mistaken, when I saw your letterbox for it, and one that I just didn't connect with that I watched for this, and I thought you'd put on your list, and you didn't. The hunger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. have it written. I did have it written, <laughs> and I did debate on it. I did, but I was like, "No, I'm not gonna pull this card yet. I'm not gonna pull because there was just some other ones. I was like, wait, I really want to go with this one and this one.' So, but yeah, I did have that one on there. I really, I I don't know. I just really enjoyed uh, with that one. I mean, I could probably have another session with, but. I I really love the atmosphere in that one, and I really love the. It kind of reminds me, honestly, of an '80s music video, the way that it's filmed. Mm. Yeah, it just it has these really interesting kind of colors, but yet with the it's very kind of a dark atmosphere to it. Um, I don't know how to explain. It. And then of course the, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Susan Sarandon. Oh yeah, Catherine. 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 Yeah, she was pretty wicked in that one so um i know it's a bit of a slow burners to an extent but it's worth it it's really well done so 
I mean, it's a cult classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably not a lot of people got hooked onto it right, right away, but it's also a different kind of mythos, I think, to the vampire True. aspect. True. I also watched for the first time George Romero's Martin, which I'd always heard about. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Seen. I want to yeah. see that one. Yeah. I wasn't as impressed as I was hoping to be, but I still say it's worth a watch. Just was no way it was going to make this particular list. Well, you, interesting you put that one on there. The other one, too, I put on my list was Rabbit from the 70s. Okay. I wondered, is that a vampire movie? I wasn't sure. It's kind of like a vampire movie. Not in your traditional right. sense, but it's kind of like that in a way because she she is um, having to... She has an armpit monster, doesn't she? I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's like this thing in her that she needs to get the she has to suck the blood from her victims. She has, it's an, it is a big addiction. She can't eat anything else as well. She can't eat regular food. She has this thing where she like, it's this urge where she has to kill these people, you know, but unfortunately it turns them into these rabbit creatures since rabbit. Um, So it's like giving them rabies in a way. And, but she's kind of like a a vampire where she, that's all she can do. She has to suck this blood for, surviving and all all right i think i'm gonna run through the picks real quick so oh boy i have the list here so chad chad went with monster squad buffy the vampire slayer john carpenter's vampires underworld and chronos not a bad list not a bad list could have been better but What's the tale of the tape for that one? <laughs> All right, I went second. My picks were Bram Stoker's Dracula, Blade, the first one, Let the Right One In, From Dust Till Dawn, and The Lost Boys. All like good it. choices. Yep, solid right, choices. And yep. Chris, who turns out bookends his list with Fright Night. I didn't realize that. All right. Starts <laughs> off with the original Fright Night from 1985. They went with Tales from the Crypt Presents Bordello of Blood, followed by near dark brought some anime to the list with vampire hunter d and closed out with fright night part two book ending his list i like it interesting list. <laughs> so remember guys go on twitter slash x how whatever you want to call it ynf movie pod vote on this poll let's determine who was the winner who had the best selection of vampire movies and it all depends on and what vampire movies have you seen from everything we oh, talked yeah, about? Absolutely. Let us know. And what is, what's your top five? Yeah, what are your top five there vampire you go. films? That's another good way of looking at it. If Josh determines that, then somebody wins. I'm we'll see. A <laughs> shout out. A shout out. <laughs> Josh will follow you back on social media. <laughs> I was going to make a foot joke here, but I just no, no, make a fit. that's a good one too. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Chad, available right. nowhere. Chris, are you doing anything lately? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at xtopherboz and Twitter at cbcmonkey. And, of course, I'm on Letterboxd, but just go to Josh's Letterboxd and you can find me there. And to get to that Letterbox, the easiest thing to do, linktr.ee slash ynfmoviepod. It'll have the Twitter link. It'll also have my Letterbox link. So then you can find chris and you can see what i'm watching that's not being covered on the show and i 
Don't know that we have anything else this month, but I can tell you that Chad and Chris will be back with an episode next month. And they will be talking with... Oh, what does he call him? I know his name's Dominic, but he has a certain name he goes by on his show. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it is either. I kept calling him yeah. Dominic on the It's something on the thing. D from the Monster Movie Funtime Go podcast. And he... Yes. Well, he's going to love yeah. that part. Yeah. We're, he's like, like, what wait, we're, we're thinking, we're thinking. <laughs> Sorry, Dominic. Sorry, well, Dominic. We'll just say Dominic love from you. the Monster Movie Funtime Go podcast. <laughs> And there he will you tell you why Josie and the Pussycats should be your next favorite movie. Till then, you guys take care, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>